0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Like right, Today, I'd like to welcome back a very good friend of the Papa Bear Hikes podcast, Thoreau Alexander. Thoreau, welcome back.
1: Thank you, Martin, man. I'm so happy to be here again.
0: Yeah, you've uh, been staying busy uh, in between our conversations here since the last time we talked. I see that, but we'll get into that in just a minute for the people who didn't listen to the last time you were on the show, people that missed it. You could still go back and find it on the website, PapaBearHikes.com, and please check it out. It was a great interview and a fun conversation. But so, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, sure, man. So I am Jamaican. Uh, I was born in Jamaica, migrated to the States when I was about 11. That was probably uh, at the end of 1998. Uh, moved to Florida, lived in Florida. For about 20 years, uh, then I moved to Texas, and that's actually when I started hiking at the beginning of the pandemic, man. Went on my first hike, Uh, took a trip to Colorado to Garden of the Gods, and it was just amazing, man. I didn't even know I was hiking, if <laughs> I'm totally honest, but, I mean, it was just cool, man, and I fell in love with the outdoors, ever since, and I, I just been hiking ever since, man. I love it. I can't get enough of it, bro.
0: You know, it, I think so many people got bitten by some sort of outdoor bug during a pandemic, right, whether they picked up biking again or got out and started hiking. And it's just it's just amazing, and, and I love hearing those stories. Now we're heading towards the other side of the pandemic. We're not out of it yet, but we're heading towards the other side of it. Is this going away Are the symptoms of this outdoor bug going away for you?
1: Man, I going away. Oh no, man. Let's this, this is here for life, you know, and it's just matured into so many other things for me that I I would love to get into at some point on the show, man. You know, it's, it's more than just hiking now, you know, it's, it's now come to a point where I want to influence other people to hike you know, I want to give other people a chance just like how you do on this platform, which I'm so grateful for, Martin. And, you know, I I, I wish there were so many more platforms like this out there giving hikers a way to, to really tell their stories because, you know, us hikers, there's not really a lot of places where we can do that, you know. And so, I'm trying to basically use my voice now to make hiking, you know, seem fun and, and give hikers a chance to, to basically do the same thing on a live show that I I have started recently on Instagram and, you know, and plus me and my wife, we've literally, we just started a, uh, hiker life, uh, business. Uh, it's, it's a small business you know, uh, where we do hats and T-shirts and things like that. But in regards to, you know, this whole hiking thing, man, this this thing is here. It's here to stay, man. And I, I can't never stop hiking, man. I always want to explore. You know, there's so many things. For example, when most people think about hiking, they think about the mountains. They might think about the Adirondacks, uh, Yellowstone Park, Arizona, Arizona you know, the West Coast, but you know, me being in the Midwest right now, I have seen so many gems that are here in the Midwest that it's just amazing. Like, I, I, I just never knew these places even existed here, man. So you know, I'm going to keep, I can as long as I can do it.
0: Yeah, Thoreau, I've had these conversations with people on the, in interviews as well as people who are considering gaining out and hiking and people who are kind of hesitant or are not familiar with hiking. They think the AT, the Appalachian trail, they think the Adirondacks or the Rocky mountains, the peaks in the Rocky mountains. And you talk about something that's really interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. There are some enjoyable hikes for all levels out there.
1: It It is man. And even, even when, okay, so I was in Kansas, and when you think of Kansas, you think of flatlands and tornadoes, Martin, I found some some top-notch hikes out there in Kansas, man. There, matter of fact, there's a, a hidden gem called Wilson Lake. So, Wilson Lake, there's a Wilson Lake State Park that I would recommend for anybody in the Kansas area to check out, man, and... It's just amazing. It has beautiful rolling hills, and it also has a beach there and these beautiful sandstone formations. I mean, I couldn't believe this was Kansas. I'm just being honest with you. And there's been other hikes that I found there, man. There there are other parks there. You got Canapolis State Park, Mushroom Rock State Park, uh, Toadstool. uh, Not Toadstool. Um... The Badlands, there's some Badlands, Jerusalem Badlands. You have the Chalk Pyramids. And then Kansas has over 87 named waterfalls. And you would never even think about that. You know, so even in a place like Kansas, it's there, man.
0: Yeah, if you're somebody who loves to look at waterfalls, I, and I am, I'm somebody that really enjoys waterfall type hikes, I would never ever think Kansas. That would not even be on the radar. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, surprised me. Yeah, I'm thinking you talk, you say Kansas. I'm thinking flat prairies, just where you're looking miles upon miles on wheat fields and cornfields.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it, it 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 totally it totally blew my mind man uh the best waterfall that i saw there in kansas my all-time favorite would be bourbon falls and i think if i'm if i'm not mistaken i believe that's also the tallest waterfall in kansas i believe i'm not 100 sure but i believe so and i i have a shot of it on instagram man it, it it was pretty huge. It was, it was pretty huge, pretty huge.
0: You went to Kansas to do some hiking. Was that what you set out to do? Did you say, all right, I'm going to find something interesting to hike in Kansas? Or did you know going there that there were these – you had an idea there were these hidden gems there?
1: So at the time, uh, my wife and I, we were actually in Nebraska. We were in a small town called Kearney, Nebraska. And if you know anything about that town, there's, there's not really much that's there. So, you know, being the kind of guy that I am, I like doing a lot of research. And we had already exhausted all our hiking opportunities in Nebraska. And don't get me wrong, Nebraska is another place that has some hikes too. You know, we went to Scott's Bluff. Uh, we went to Toad, Toadstool State Park which is also beautiful. I have to throw that out there. And there was another one, but you know we exhausted all all the state parks there. So I decided to do some research and that's when I, I came across a, a YouTube page and the, it was a lady and she was talking about how Kansas has these 87 waterfalls. And I was like, man, this lady's crazy, man. There's just no way. But I looked it up And it was, it was absolutely true, Martin. And I I just, I couldn't believe it, man. So we, we've gone to about, I think about five, if not five, a little bit more, you know, and you're talking about five hour drives, you know, just to get to these waterfalls, man. And same thing with the state parks. I researched the state parks. We drove there, did the hikes there, man. But you know these these places are out there, man. It's just a matter of searching for them. We'll be back after a quick break.
0: You ever think about what might be in the water you're drinking every time you fill up your water bottles while you're in the outdoors? I try not to, and I really don't because I use Sawyer water filters. Sawyer filter technology, because of their high standards. Every filter is individually tested three times through the process. I've been using the Permithrin product for years now to protect me from, well, quite frankly, ticks, and the Picaridin to keep the flies at bay. Don't let bad water insects or a tick bite cut your trip short or even ruin it. Use Sawyer products. Go to your local outdoor retailer and ask for Sawyer products, whether it's a water filter, insect repellent, they will likely to have it. You can also go to Sawyer's website and read more about these incredible high-quality products that they offer those of us who enjoy the outdoors. Now, your process in looking for these parks or these hikes, how do you go about that? Do you have a particular website or an app you go to, or do you just Google hikes in this particular area you might be considering uh, traveling to? How do you? What's your process when you're looking for a hike?
1: Okay, so when it comes to most states... For example, like Kansas and Nebraska. What I did was I right, like national parks, right? So the first the first search I always type is national parks in this state. So when it came to Kansas, I typed in Kansas National Parks. Of course, Kansas isn't known for any national parks, but then the next thing that'll pop up was the state parks. So the state parks popped up, and this is all this is using Google at this time. So I'm just looking through Google at the you know what comes up in the search bar and then once i see certain state parks i'm like okay then with that information i take it to all trails which is an app that's you know on i uh apple as well as android i then take it to the all trails app and then all trails will break down the different trails and to show you pictures and stuff like that and sometimes I might even go a step further and go on YouTube and then pull up that actual park or trail. Um, Some places are different. Example, Minnesota. So Minnesota has a lot of state parks, but Minnesota also has a lot of actual hiking trails that are not in parks themselves. Like you're talking about you're driving and then there's a parking lot and there's a trail. You know, there's, there's no park here. It's, it's a trail that's leading to something. So in, in states like Minnesota and other states, that's also another way that I search for stuff. I'll type in hiking trails in this state or top hiking trails in this state. But Google, Google is my friend, man. I, I use that and I always cross-reference it with all trails. And I love the all trails app because if you type in a trail on all trails, it will also show you other trails that's that's in that area and that's close as well.
0: And another added feature with all trails is it'll show you the elevation. You can yes. see how many miles it is. It's so you can assess if that trail is within your abilities. Yes. And that, and that difficulty. Right. Or if you're looking for something more challenging. And that's what I find all trails very helpful with as well is, that that information you get. There's trip reports in there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. It, you know, I tell people like some of my friends who've just started hiking, when Art says it's a hard hike, it's a hard hike for the guy that's in the top shape of his life. It's it's hard for him. So if it's hard for him, it's it's gonna be difficult, man. And Ultra so far you know when when they say stuff like that, I have found it to be true, you know, and there's been a few hikes. I know my wife and I did, matter of fact, in Colorado. So I know I know we were going to talk about this later on in the show, but just that, that one hike in particular to Palisade Mountain in Colorado, you know, when I researched it, all trails said it was a hard hike, but I was like, Man, this can't this can't be too hard. And, and my wife started hiking about an hour in, she went back to the car, and I kept going up, and that was the hardest hike I could honestly say I've ever done. And it's also the only peak that I've ever summited as well, man. It 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 it, it, it was tough. It was tough.
0: Yeah, I found that their grading of the trails is pretty accurate, um, but they maybe should consider a fourth category on there. i tell you, I've done a lot of hiking in the Catskills, and they're hard trails, and yes, you get out there, they're hard. But then going to the Adirondacks, and a hard trail in the Adirondacks is even more difficult than the trails in the Catskills.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Yeah, I I I believe that. A man. Definition. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like Haynes Ridge at Caprock Canyon. It's it's rated moderate, man. That is not a moderate hike. That is a hard hike, man. Like you you're rock scrambling and stuff like that at a certain point. Like seriously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I guess it's it's um just kind of I guess subjective to the person who's. Who's putting in the report? Most of the time it's hiking, but I've been on some trails. <laughs> yes. it, it might say hard, and I'll say, "Well, this wasn't too too difficult or moderate." And I'm saying, oh, "This was a, this was tougher than moderate."
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: So you and Busky have been out there doing some hiking, right? And I've seen you know some of your most recent YouTube's. Uh, start with this one, Turkey Run State Park.
1: Oh uh, man, so Turkey Run State Park, Busky and I decided to go to. We were in I think the name of the city is Champaign, Illinois. And while we were there, I decided to look up, you know, the parks that were in close vicinity and next door in Indiana, about maybe about two or three hours away, was Turkey Run State Park, man. Find that through Google. Um and that's another thing. So on Google, on Google Maps, when you type in state parks in a certain state. On Google Maps, it'll show you all the state parks exactly where they're at. So I decided to check out Turkey Run State Park, and boy, was that park amazing, man. The the scenery was just incredible. And they have so many hikes there. I I wish I could have done them all, Martin. I I tell you the truth, man. But it it was so beautiful there, man. Uh, The particular hike that I did is called Number 3. They, they have the hikes numbered there. They're not names, but they go by numbers. And on that number three hike, man, it you you walk through uh, a slot canyon. Part of it seems like the the Narrows of Zion, if you're familiar with that, where it has water on the floor, these huge canyon walls, on um, waterfalls inside the canyon. Um, they they have waterfalls there outside of that. It's it's just it's a place out of this world, and when you think of states like Indiana, you know you, you don't think of stuff like that, man. It it you just don't. You know, I I encourage anybody to look at my YouTube about that. It's a really good hike, and they have some some ladders there that you can climb into some of the gorges there. It's it's a fan a fantastic state park.
0: Yeah, I've tried to talk about different trails right backpacking trails because a lot of attention is given to the big three the appalachian trail the pacific crest trail and the continental divide trail and i try to talk about these other lesser known trails and i want to talk about some of these other destinations because the destinations that pop in everybody's heads typically are the national parks right yosemite yellowstone and you're able to provide us with information on some of these as we Keep referencing them as hidden gems. Yeah, man,
1: and and it's, and see that's that's one of the things that I kind of like about me. And a lot of people they 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 do look to me for that, man. And sometimes I I used to refer to myself as the Midwest King, you know, because I'm doing all these Midwest hikes at least right now, and I'm just showing other people that at least that are not familiar with the Midwest that. There are things out here, too, man. It's a lot of stuff, man. Even Arkansas. I haven't been to Arkansas. It's, it's, okay, so Arkansas, Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio. When you think of those four states, hiking is not even going to cross your mind. But I have, in Missouri. Man, I have seen so many beautiful state parks in those states that I have just named. That's just incredible, man. Man. Arkansas alone is just I I, would, I could spend I could spend at least three months in Arkansas and Kentucky alone, man. And Ohio has some some stuff too. Hawking Hills State Park, man. I've never been there, but the pictures and the trails that I see on Instagram and in all trails are so beautiful, man. And, and Indiana has some more, man. And Kentucky. You know, the Ozarks, man, like it's,
0: it's, it's stuff out here, man. Yeah. Yeah. I interviewed a, a woman the other day who lives in Missouri and she's getting ready to uh, through hike the Ozark trail. And you're mentioning these See? States. And as you're mentioning, Tim, I've talked to people live in Kentucky who do a lot of backpacking and overnight kayaking in Kentucky. Uh, yep. Arkansas has the high Ozark Highlands trail. I believe it's called. Yeah. These areas have some a lot to offer. If you're looking for just a state park to do some great waterfall hikes or looking for a two to 300 mile trail to, to through hike with a backpacking trip, they're out there. Yes,
1: they, they are out there, man. It's, it's just a matter, of, like I said, looking, you know, if you are in the Midwest and you want to hike, don't feel intimidated, man. There are hidden gems out there if you want to through hike, you know, there there's some through hiking trails there as well. Example, Wisconsin, you know, there's the Ice Age Trail. So, you know, that's a trail that I came I actually came across that trail doing a hike to um oh man, what's the name of that place? And I, I found this this hike by accident too. I was at, I actually went to Devil's Lake in Wisconsin and I was trying to wait for the sun to go down, so I found this Parfrey's Glen. That's the name of the place. So I ended up doing a hike at Parfrey's Glen, which is also beautiful. I call it the, the Narrows of Wisconsin. And the Ice Age Trail actually crosses that trail. That was when I first heard about it. And I looked up the Ice Age Trail, and man, this trail is thousands of miles, man. <laughs> like, you know, it goes around Wisconsin and it, it's some views, oh, it's some views on that trail. It's a through hike trail in Florida. People probably didn't even know that. I, I found this out, what was it, like two months ago? Man, it's a lot of through hikes that's all over this country. The Hard Trail is another one that I believe. Think that one runs through. I want to say Utah and Arizona.
0: Yes, yes, it does. Yep, that's a tough, and that's a tough, tough trail to do. Yeah, yeah. So, yep.
1: see, I, I've been, I've been doing my homework, Mike.
0: Yeah, you know, you're, you're out there visiting all over the place. You and Busky, I, I, see that you're, you're, you're just loving life and taking in everything the outdoors has to throw you. Getting every hike in you can, and again, you're not going, there's, you're, you're skipping over the go-tos, the places everybody feel they need to go visit and do their hike. You're, I just, one of the things I wanted to start doing is talking more about these these destinations, these lesser known destinations. And your YouTube's do a great job of putting that out there.
1: You know, another reason too, Martin, if I'm totally honest, man, um, I really don't like a lot of crowds, man. So I try to look for the the paths that uh, 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 are lesser known, you know, and a lot of these lesser known parks are at some of these state parks. You know, there are some state parks that are known and there are some trails in national parks that, you know, are not overcrowded, but I typically just don't like the crowds and stuff like that. And, you know, now that the pandemic has started, a lot of people are hiking now, right? I'm doing it. You know, they're, they're uh, hiking has, I think, doubled or tripled, you know, right now. And it's, it's the hottest, it's the, it's the the latest trend that's out there right now. So a lot of these trails are starting to get crowded and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll start my hike super early, but that's one of the reasons why I picked the parks and the places that, we go to they're they're not crowded. I've been to some of these places and we were the only people literally on the trail. And maybe it was because of the time of day. Maybe it was because nobody wanted to do a hike in twenty degree weather. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. You know that the weather could be a factor too, man.
0: Yeah, it can be, but as far as Let's face it. We'll call it what it is. It's overcrowding on these trails. Uh, we, we've gone to the Adirondacks. We've gone to the Catskills. And you if you get there just a little late, you're not finding a parking spot. Nope. And, uh, yeah. Now, friend, on the other side of this, we've started hiking the Loyal Sock Trail in Pennsylvania. And two weeks in a row, two hikes in a row, not come across one person on our hike. Yeah. Not seen even another person.
1: See, those are the hikes that I live for, man, and I appreciate so much because you really get to just appreciate nature. You appreciate, you know, just the beauty of this earth, man, and being able to bond with it, you know, not having a rush, you know, not having to worry about anybody else. But it's, it's just you in this waterfall or you in this canyon, you in this space. You know, just standing there, just taking it all all in, man. Like, all, all my hikes, that's what I do, man. I take it in, and I appreciate those moments when it's just us there. Because there's not a lot of those moments, and especially in the summertime, you know, everybody's hiking in the summertime. You know, it's it's very rare that you'll find, you know, trails in the summertime that don't at least have at least somebody else there. So, you know, the these are the kind of hikes that I, I cherish, man. And and you get to do self searching as well while you're out there like that.
0: Yeah, I'm a sociable person, but I really love those hikes or that time, those times when I'm hiking alone or getting to a summit or a waterfall. Uh just you know, something different or beautiful and having that opportunity to just take it in, uh, whether I'm by myself or with my friends hiking. It's Yeah, there's something special about it.
1: Yeah, man. Facts.
0: The Palisade Mountain in Colorado. That sounds interesting. So, okay.
1: So when it comes to that hike, so that day, I'll be honest, man. I I didn't even know that place existed, man. So Booski and I decided to take a trip to Colorado. And the, the actual plan was to do Rocky Mountain State Park. That was the actual plan. So we booked the hotel, everything, man. We we made the five-hour drive the day before. And, you know, everything was looking perfect. And we we drove to the park. We we got there before 7 a.m., man. I'm like, yes. You know, there's not a lot of people here. It's going to be perfect. And the clouds started rolling in. And that's when I realized that parks like Rocky Mountain State Park, they literally have their own weather system. You know, they have their own weather patterns, man. A lot of mountains have their own weather patterns. And that, that was something that I actually learned. Um, you know, so for anybody out there that's listening, you know, when it comes to hiking mountains, you really, you really have to pay attention to the weather and things. That, things could change just like that. You know, it th- that city could be sunny, but then in those mountains could could be a snowstorm, and that's actually exactly what happened. So when we got there at seven, and we're driving, the the clouds started rolling in, and it started to snow, and it a snowstorm literally hit the entire park. And you know, we're we're, we're driving in a, in a in a in a sedan, man. You know, we we don't have snow tires. We we weren't prepared for this stuff. And unfortunately, the snowstorm literally chased us out the park. So I, I was not, we weren't able to hike there. And as we were heading home, I was like, man, let's see what else is around here. And I, I kid you not, Martin. You know, maybe one or two miles away from Rocky Mountain State Park, it's sunny, bro. <laughs> and I, I I I can't explain it. It's sunny, it's a lot warmer. And by the time we got to Palisade State Park, it it, it was like a, a at least, no kidding, like a 50-degree difference in, in just a matter of miles away from that park. And I found Palisade on all trails, and I, I was like, man, we at least have to do something here. So we went there, we started the hike, and it's one of those hikes that – it's not in a state park. It's not. It's not in a park. Period. It's a trail that you literally have to drive through, and you have to be careful because there's not a lot of parking there. And part of the the trail is it's it's it it's next to private property, so you can't park on that property. You know, you got to respect that. But you can do the trail, and it's limited parking. It's enough parking for, for, for like, three cars, no more than that. I, I'll tell you that, man. And you start the trail. The, the trail starts off in the mountains. Starts off with beautiful views from the beginning. But there is going to be a point where it, it's going to start getting steep, man. And at that point, you know, Booski she she was unable to continue at that point so she she went back to the car and um I kept trudging on man and it got really steep and then that particular hike for anybody that's doing that hike I will, you need all trails or some type of GPS I would not recommend doing it unless you've been there before or you're an avid hiker that knows Cairns and how to follow the currents and stuff like that, I would not do this hike without GPS. And that was actually the first time I had to use my hiking knowledge to use the currents to find a way because going up, you, you have to start rock scrambling and then the trail, it completely disappears. And it's not like you just keep going in a straight line up. Like you, you have to go certain ways and you would not know if those currents weren't there placed by somebody else as a guidepost, cause that's what they are, man. You know, and, and I'm so grateful for whoever that put those currents out there, man. Cause that guided me to the top and it guided me back. And that was the only way I was able to make it to the top. And it was super windy. That was another thing. Um, I'm not sure how bad the wind was, but I, I can pretty much guess it was at least 40 miles an hour. It had to be. I mean, it was whipping. It was, it was whipping. We were the only ones out there. And once I got to that summit, I couldn't even I couldn't even fully stand up because I would have been at risk of being thrown off the mountain. I, I couldn't even do it. So I had to plant my feet in the rocks and... You know, do the thing with my selfie stick and, you know, to shoot the video and stuff like that, man. But it was one heck of an experience, man. And that, that was the first mountain that I actually climbed, man. And it was pretty good.
0: Hiking above the tree line is a little diff- a little different. Like you said, you don't have the markers on the trees every so many feet. You really have to be paying attention once you get above the tree line. So I want to, today you put up what I think was just a great Instagram post and I want to share it with everybody because it just, it struck a chord with me first of all. And I just think it, everybody should check this out. Go to your Instagram and check this quote out, but I'm going like to read it. I recently saw a hoodie that said, nobody cares, work harder. At first I thought I was kind, it was kind of harsh, but that's when it hit me. Life doesn't care if you have an injury or some type of setback, it's going to keep going. Remember, haters already want you to fail. So use that as motivation. Instead of beating yourself up and making excuses, focus on your strengths and think smarter. What can I do to compensate, push through, and make one hell of a comeback? Success never came to the weak. Fortune never favored the timid. And dreams never came true for the quitter. I love that.
1: Man, you know, just just hearing you say it, man, it it sounds even better. But the reality is, Martin, it is so true, man. And you know, recently I, I suffered an injury and I was just down, man. I was beating myself up and you know, thinking about a bunch of stuff. And you know, then I see the, I saw this post, I was like, man, what am I doing, man? Like I'm I'm tripping. This post is so right because in the reality, everybody is living their life, man. You know, they're focusing on what they have to do. They don't have time to focus on me. They don't have time to to really focus on what I'm going through right now. They got their own stuff to do, man. Life is gonna keep going. You know, this this life is never gonna stop. No, no matter what, you know, no matter what position you're in, it's 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 gonna keep. Going, you know, it's 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 just like the the unfortunate people that get incarcerated. While they're in there, guess what? Life has still moved on. It has not stopped. So, you know, if you have an injury or some type of setback, man, you know, don't be down, man. Try think think of ways. Okay, what can I do during this time, man? What can I do to be better? Okay, so. I know I can't do this, but what are my strengths? What am I good at? What can I focus on to, to, to get through this right now? And these are things that I started doing myself, you know. So I kept thinking, okay, I, I have this, this live show. How can I make my live show better? Let me try to brainstorm some ideas right now on that. Um, I also use this time, me and Booski use this time create a new business, another form of income, you know, these are things that, you know, we, we we started doing. I wasn't just, I had to break out of that, you know, feeling sorry for, for myself, man, because at the end of the day, nobody's going to feel sorry for you, man. And I mean, there are people out there that, you know, they they, they don't want you to succeed, man. They, they just want you to be another story that they could talk about or whatever the case is, but you know if you want success, you have to keep pushing through, man, that was the prime example, okay, the guy that created the internet, you know when he when he came up with the idea of the internet, this man was laughed at by his peers, man, like these people thought this man was crazy, like there's no way you're gonna be able to do this, bro, <laughs> like like what are you talking about? He ain't stopped, he did it, and now we're using it right now. Just the same thing with the inventor of the light bulb. Um, what was that? Thomas Edison, right? If, I, if I'm not mistaken, this guy must have failed like 99 times. He ain't quit. They wanted him to quit. This man didn't quit, man. Thank God he didn't quit because we're using the light right now. You know. So I mean, the, the, these 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 are, are stories of how these guys and these people in history. They kept pushing through, man. They they didn't take no for an answer. They, they didn't feel sorry for themselves about their failures, man. They just used that as a stepping stone and and as fuel to, to to continue doing what they're already trying to do and think of better ways and smarter ways, you know, and also use these things as a learning experience, man. Um, My injury couldn't have come... At a better time, man. And, and it literally made me a better person. You know, as crazy as that might sound, but it literally did. It caused me to dig deep and, and to, to stop making excuses, man. Like, you know, I, I got to get through this, man. This life is going to keep going. And I, I don't want it to keep going without me, man. I, I've got to get back into this fight, man. So when I saw that, it, it, it just really struck that chord man and you know it's all a matter of perspective you know if if you look at that statement the wrong way it it might seem kind of harsh you know nobody cares you know but the reality is life doesn't care man you have to care your responsibility is to yourself you have to care about you you know if you want success you have to make it happen you know, nobody's going to come and save you, man. Nobody is going to do this for you. Whatever it is that you want to do out there or accomplish, you have to do it, regardless of what you're going through. You have to do it. If you quit, it's over. You know, and that's why the hero, that's the only difference between the hero. Check this out, man. That's the difference between a hero and a villain. See, a hero and a villain, they both go through circumstances. The villain is the one who looks at it in a negative way. He's beating himself up, you know, going through all the stuff and decides, man, I'm going to take out my frustration on the world and stuff like that and all this garbage. The hero goes through the same stuff and he's like, you know what, man, I'm going to rise above this. I'm going to be better than this and I'm going to help other people. to to overcome this same thing right here, and they use that as motivation, that's the only difference between a villain and a hero, man. They come from the same beginnings, but it's it's all about perspective and what you do with that hand, man. And that's that's some real talk right there, Martin.
0: That's well said, Thorough. And I always look at it this way. At some time in our lives, we're all faced with some sort of adversity. It could be a job loss. It could be loss of a loved one. It could be an injury. It could be a very devastating injury, but it's how we approach it, how we deal with it. Do we just quit and say, I'm going to sit here and wallow in my pity and, and feel sorry for myself? Or am I going to say, no, I'm going to find a way around this or through it. I'm going fi- to find a way to do it better. You know, you talked about Thomas Edison. I'm not going to take no or failure or as a way for me to, to, to get in my way for what I know I want to do. There's two ways you approach adversity. One is you quit. One is you say, you use it as motivation, just as your post says, becomes your motivator. I failed at this. No, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to fail at doing, at accomplishing this. This approach may have failed, but I'm going to finish this. Exactly. And that's the difference between a hero and a
1: villain, man. You know, this, this might be on a different uh, story, man. But I remember I was watching this movie. It's this uh football movie about these these high school uh football players, man. And they they were the best. And I believe the state was Mississippi, based on a true story, man. In in the eighties, and uh, what's that guy's name, man? It's a guy that plays for. Believe he he played for the New York Giants, but to make a long story short, you know they they were going through something. It was the end of the season, and some of them were feeling bad. Man, they had this downtime. They didn't know what to do, and one guy decides that they're gonna go do a whole bunch of illegal stuff and. This other guy, he was like, nah, man, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna continue practicing and do what I need to do to get into college. And and just that split decision, uh, split decision in that second, one guy ends up going to the NFL, and these other guys end up going to prison. And it's like, man, you know, they they all came from the same beginnings, had the same opportunities, you know. But it's you know things like that, man. It's just dealing. With situations, and of course, some situations are different, and others. I mean, you know, dealing with a loved one, a loss, and things like that. It it is going to take time. You know, I, I I've experienced things like that, and it's these things are never easy. But at some point, you got to get up, man. You you can't stay down forever.
0: That's the thing, right? You're going to lay down or or you're going to get up? And you're right. Some wounds take longer to heal, whether they're emotional or physical, but you have to make the decision. Am I going to lay here or am I going to get myself up? Am I going to heal and get back up? I want to talk about your live show. Give us a little background on that.
1: Man. So, you know, Martin, man, one thing I want to say in regards to my live show, man, believe it or not, man, um, I probably owe a lot to you man just being on this podcast in itself and the whole dynamic you know it it kind of gave me the motivation to to actually start this show believe it or not man and I just kept thinking you know how can I create a platform or show something for hikers like me, but not just like me, but for everybody, and, then make it fun. You know, how, how can I do this? So I'm sitting there. I love late-night TV, man. I love Jimmy Fallon, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, and these guys, man. I mean, these, these, these guys are golden, man. And I look how they structure their shows, and I'm like, man, these guys are so smart, you know they interview people, but at the beginning of the show, they tell a bunch of jokes. They might have a game show that keep you entertained and then, bam, they hit you with the guest. And even sometimes while they're talking to the guest, there's still other things that's going on. So I figured, what if I could incorporate that into a live show but I needed a co-host and things like that. So my co-host, John Bellinger, he's the curator of the rugged outdoorsman page on Instagram. Uh, Definitely follow him. He's a great guy. Um, He actually reached out to me one day. We were talking on the phone and I told him about the show idea. And I mean, he was all for it, man. And he decided to be my partner and the dynamics crazy because here it is. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a 34-year-old African-American guy with gold teeth. I mean, he's an older, retired Marine vet. You know, we're like the complete opposite, but the dynamic fits so perfect, and, and it's so diverse. It promotes diversity just with us hosting and our personalities alone, man. And, you know, we started off small, man, and we, we, we definitely – come a long way um now on the show we're, we're at our 32nd episode and we're we're on every tuesday nights at eight thirty p.m central time so depending on your time zone um you know that's that's gonna vary man and we have four segments on the show you know the guest gets on i have a game a full-fledged game show on the show. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire, um, just for, for, yeah, man, just for being on the show, the guest automatically gets prizes from some of our sponsors was able to secure some sponsors for the show, you know? So that's pretty cool. And if they, they get all the questions, right, they, they, they get a prize for that. And, you know, the interview, it continues. And we have other segments, you know, and, uh, Even John Bellinger's son, uh, Michael, a a phenomenal kid, you know, 11 years old, a rock climber. Um, He's he's taking taekwondo right now. He's one of the hosts on the show as well. He has his own uh, segment, the top 10 round. You know, it's like a speed round. He'll ask questions like, do you prefer a sunset hike or a sunrise hike? And things like that. And, you know, towards the end of the show, we, we offer hiking tips, Things like that, and we we do a a guest part, an audience participation giveaway at the end of the show. So you know, we we try to give our viewers a reason to to watch the show, uh, keep them entertained, and also give them knowledge at the same time. Man, you know, I call it the big three. So you know, we just try to do that, man. And I feel like each hiker. Deserves a voice and a platform, and that's why I love your platform so much, Martin. And you know, I, I believe, nah, for real, man. You know, I I really do. And you know, that's just the thing about a podcast, man. You can take it in the car with you. You can listen to 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 the many different hikers out there, man. And you know, like I said, that 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 was what gave me the idea in regards to to a visual show man and you know it's, it's been pretty cool since man um uh, I, I love it and I, I wouldn't change it for the world man
0: well uh, it's very flattering what you what you've said to me and uh just let me say it, congratulations to the two of you though I mean that's great I just love it when I see people just showing the initiative because as you said We need platforms for this. And I just recently had this conversation. What is so cool about what we have available to us with media today is I don't watch TV. Very, very little TV.
1: Our slogan is real TV sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But you know what? I'll sit in front of YouTube in my spare time and just keep looking up people that are hiking and backpacking. I mean, that's how I came across you. I saw your, your video and I said, wow, this is somebody I'd like to talk to on the podcast.
1: Yes, yes, and it's the same thing, man. That's that's one of our slogans, man. We always said, you know, TV sucks, man, and and it does. I like it's that like, slogan, yeah. It's like you you have all these channels, and it's not on, no, man. It's, it's it's not. There's nothing on of any substance, you know. I I, I don't want to see this frivolous stuff, man. I I seen all this stuff already, you know. Um, I'm I'm just not interested. There might be one or two literally one or two and i mean one or two shows but it's like outside of that i i can't sit in front of this box and and, and watch this stuff anymore man um i find more interesting things on youtube and the way the world is today you know if you if, if you actually want to watch something of substance you got to pay money man so you're you're either gonna watch netflix you know, Amazon Prime, things like that. they they going to make you pay for that stuff. And, you know, I'd rather watch somebody like me or you that's doing something that I like to see, like hiking like, man, this guy is out here, man. I, I like doing this. Oh, snap. He's at this park. Okay, let me let me see how he does this hike. You know, and, and that's, that's what's interesting to me now, man. So, you know, platforms like this allows uh, like the Papa Bear podcast Bear uh, podcast allows people to be able to connect with other hikers and and check out their stuff and and things like that, man. So I'm I'm grateful for this media age too, man. Most definitely.
0: Yes, it it is, and you know, it's not just with podcasts. There's a YouTube, which we mentioned. I've I just recently completed my book. And that's on Amazon this is and again you know try write a book and try to get it out there to people. Try to go to one of these big publishing companies. It's just like t v and radio you know they they're not interested, but because now there's so many opportunities for people to publish it, it's just opening up the market for for people to find literature that they want to read specifically uh literature or listen to exactly what they want to listen to in their cars or watch what they want to watch when they want to watch it, yep. Yeah. Thorough, where can we find your show with you and Rugged Outdoorsman? How do we go about finding it? So the show is called The Thorough and the Rugged
1: Outdoorsman Show, and it is on Instagram. So typically at 8.30 p.m. Central Time, I go live. So in order to watch my show, at that time, you have to click on my profile icon or you can click on The Rugged Outdoorsman, you can click on his profile icon at that time, or you can click on the guest icon that we're featuring on the show at that time. But it's obviously recommended that you click on my profile or the Rugged Outdoorsman profile. That way you can see the entire show because there is a part of the show where the interview with the guest is over and the show actually continues. So But you just typically do that, man, on Instagram around 8.30 p.m. Central and while the show's going, you click on my profile icon when it says live and
0: you'll be plugged right on into the show. Great. And thorough, what we're going to do is in the description for the podcast, we'll put in a link for the show and the Instagram and for your YouTube channel. And I'd really urge everybody to encourage everybody i should say to check out thorough's youtube the show and some of the beautiful pictures that are on instagram um because you know we're both trying to do here is inspire people to get outside thanks and and that's why i want you know check this out feel inspired for those of you who are maybe not sure you want to do this or you're looking for something different check out what throw's doing and get inspired um thorough so, uh thanks so much for coming back on the podcast and sharing all this with us i uh, give my best to busky and hope you guys hope to see you guys out there soon hope to see another uh youtube coming up soon and i'll be watching your show tomorrow
1: so,
0: I'll most be definitely man <laughs> thanks a lot martin i appreciate it man thanks for listening if you haven't done so yet go to our website papa listen to past episodes check us out on social media go to our youtube channel martin outside all those links are there in addition to that you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a patreon member yet remember to get outside have fun and be safe this episode of pop bear hikes has been brought to you by avalon publicity avalon publicity increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services For more information about Avalon publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.